0: How much time do you want for your progress?
1: Welcome, welcome, welcome to Clatter
0: Chatter on Things That Matter, the podcast that is intellectually engaging, theologically reflecting, encouraging sociologically imagining ways in which we can live. Thank you for spending this short amount of time with us. We promise you that you will not regret a moment of it. Shout out to Trevor Smith and V.J. Herbert for commissioning this fantastic music to get our minds going on things eternal, positive, and fulfilling life's purposes. today is friday september the 2nd 2021 and our biggest hope is that everything will be all right come on dr hayes it's been a long time what you got to say today
1: oh i'm here just just to respond to what you have is it gonna be all right oh yeah it'll always be all right it doesn't mean there won't be a struggle but In the end, I have to continue to believe that right will rule.
0: Yeah, I I happen to believe that as well, and um, but it just seems like the wicked still keeps on troubling, and the weary, those who got to pay so much in food and stuff. I don't know how they make it, Doc. I
1: don't. Well, we have to remember the wicked are ordained. Okay,
0: they got permission (laughs) to be wicked, Lord Jesus. they have permission that's their purpose w- to be wicked
1: and that's their purpose when well, you know what to, your purpose is to provide a little uh inspiration and a little uh tension for those of us who choose to be right well how do we know which one we're on can we pivot well i think we do from time to time we find ourselves uh doing things that are really not you know productive that are not for the good of all I, I i guess we wouldn't call it wicked uh we might call it an error we might call it a capitalist oh oh uh-uh. mm-hmm. go ahead well, doctor you know, capitalism capitalism um uh, uh when it's used in the wrong way can be debilitating to those of us who are not among the affluent. But people who believe in fairness and justice and also believe in benevolence uh, can use their capitalistic prowess to help others, then it's a good thing. But if we build our wealth on the backs of the oppressed and those who uh, who are weak in our society, then uh, God would not be on their side. Well, Dr.
0: Hayes, I, I was um, just musing um, uh, as I had some time on my hand sitting in my sacred sanctuary of sauna. Um, and I was sweating it out, just imagining. And I started going back, and when I... As a child, I remember first wrapping my head around the concept of jubilee, and I remember having a conversation with my father about it, and um uh, and I remember my dad saying it this way, um in the model prayer that Jesus gave us, and some translations, I think our Methodist New Revised Standard Version translation said, "Forgive us our trespasses." as we forgive those who trespass against us and in the king james version of the bible um which is is far removed from the original um koine greek writing if you will or arab arabic uh translation but it's been it it, it says forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors and i remember asking my dad well why do we say it in the ame church trespasses And in a Baptist church, Missionary Baptist, which is where my mother has her membership, why do we say debt and debtors? Because, you know, as a kid, I'm trying to, what is a trespass or what is a debt? Are they synonymous? But then we had this great conversation as I, as I grew older about, um, the seven year space, the Old Testament. Uh, Hebrew text talk about, you know, after seven years, uh, relinquish the the bills. Don't pay a whole lot of interest. Don't charge people interest because they wouldn't have had to take the loan out anyway. So you're going to double charge them with interest. Just forgive their debts, you know, in seven years. And then the year of Jubilee, these are part of the mosaic laws that were given. Every 50 years, everybody's slate will be clean, and we'll have a grand celebration in the year of Jubilee. And so fast forward it, when I, like some college students, when when um, Discover, uh, <laughs> when those Discover cards were set up in the student union, and of course, they didn't set it up until uh, I graduated in 91. And so I remember in the year 1990, in the student union at my university, Discover card had a table set up there. I didn't know what no credit was. We didn't have credit cards or nothing like that. My mama and them paid cash. My mother had a JCPenney account, you know, a Sears account, but I don't remember it looking like a card. You know, you see what I'm saying? I know my grandparents didn't have a credit card. I don't even know if they had a Social Security number. So I go on to say this. So when I was in college, they were were giving incentives, college students. Don't you want to discover? And I remember having a conversation with the credit card application people. I said, I'm a college student. I don't have an income. That's okay. You can charge now and pay it later. I said, I got a job, $5 an hour. What are you saying? It doesn't matter. I mean, it was so lucrative. And unfortunately, I, along with some of my other classmates, fell prey to getting that Discover card. Knowing fully well we didn't have the means of paying the stuff back, but they were stealing, right? We eventually paid it back. But then we get to, that was just the beginning, the 1990s, where credit cards were, in my opinion, they were were targeting young people. Freshly graduated out of college or on the verge of graduating from college. And as a country girl, your handshake was your promise. And if you didn't have it in cash, you didn't get it. You, you couldn't pay for it with the tangible currency of the paper dollar. You could, you didn't need it. So now we have this system. Within a 10-year time frame, from the 1990s decades to the year of 2000, to the 2000s, we have... Now, this is like a 31-year time frame. 31 years. We've gone from not knowing what FICO meant and, and what your Social Security number was all about. Social Security number was an identifier, marker, allegedly. It wasn't used for anything else. When did these credit cards start dinging? I call them the mark of the beast. And your worthiness as a human being in a capitalistic society is based on a number. And we know that equity is not readily available for black folks. You know, where white people may have always had credit or, or a means of however they amassed whatever they got, black people was further down the line. And, and our credit worthiness has been a hindrance to generational wealth for opportunity, et cetera. At the same time of the nineties, we have the federal government going hard in the paint to underwrite student loans, federal student loans. They have always underwritten mortgages. If you got a FHA loan, et cetera, but the federal loans really took root in the 1990s, even though in the 1950s, they were doing the Pell grants, et cetera, et cetera. But, but, those Stafford loans and all that other kind of stuff that parents took out for their children and children took out for themselves just to get an education. it's crazy, so i was I was praying for a year of jubilee when George W. Bush was elected. I said, man, he needs to eliminate this debt if he could get elected twice within his seven year period, he could go and declare that year of jubilee because that's what the Bible offers." He didn't do it. Get Obama. I said, I know this brother going to eliminate this debt because, you know, uh, the rich going to be all right. But it's the poor who don't have that will give a, a, a sigh of relief. Well, Obama could hardly do anything. When he had passed the Affordable Care Act, that was a movement. I don't really count Trump, but Trump did okay sort of economically. By uh, Obama gave stimulus opportunities as well because we were in a recession. Obama inherited a horrible recession. Trump got in on the good part of the economy upswinging. And then it plummeted during the coronavirus. Now we got Biden. In his second year in the presidency, he's on the verge. I believe that man is going to declare that year of Jubilee, Dr. Hayes. I wish he would. I wish he would wipe out the Because he understands the concept because he is, he is allowing for a $10,000 trespass forgiveness because the federal government trespassed against those who wanted to have the ability to learn theory and to contribute as an intellectual base in this country. Come on, Dr. Hayes. So I'm, I'm praying for a jubilee. I don't want seven years. I want the whole 50 now. Wipe it out. Wipe out the debt. Everybody's debt so we can start all over. Come on, I'm putting it in the atmosphere.
1: Well, as beautiful as that sounds, we know the impossibility still exists for government to uh, interfere with big business. And um, I think that you know, in my memory, I think I didn't really, I wasn't approached for a credit card because I was in college a, a few years before you. <laughs> <laughs> and my first experience of credit card was my husband's. He had one and he gave me one and that was really based on, on, on his job and his salary. So I don't have that in my, in my, uh experience. But I think the whole idea of debt and encouraging people um, to acquire things that they were not able to afford uh, was detrimental because it not only pulled a lot of people down, it, it pulled a lot of people back. They, in other words, they weren't able to progress in life. And to this day, those people who have the student loans can't buy a home because they're so deep in debt. And so as you say, their FICA score is so low, they can't get approved for home loans and what, what have you. So it really devastates <clears throat> a person's entire uh life and ability to move forward. And this is this is what the heinous wickedness of all of these systems that really want to keep certain people down and certain people back. uh, They keep, keep finding new ways to do that. And um, that has to be not only unearthed, but it has to be exposed to the degree that everybody knows what's really going on. And that's the fight against critical race theory. That for all of our years in uh, the United States, black people have systematically by by all kinds of means and devious ways, been kept down, kept from progressing and and by by token kept from being equal with so-called white counterparts. That's the that's the insidious nature of all of this. And that's the thing that has to be continually exposed so that people understand that this is not something you fell into out of ignorance. This is a particular maniacal system that is put in place and designed particularly to keep non-whites, quote unquote, from ever progressing beyond the white race. Well, Dr. Now, hey,
0: go ahead. Keep talking. Go
1: ahead. I, you go no. ahead. I hate the sound. It sounds so racist. But I believe it to be true. And I know by certain evidence that it is a fact. Go ahead.
0: Well, I was just
1: going to say,
0: I don't understand why the energy around uh relieving debt when businesses have had, they could file a chapter 13 or bankruptcy and have their either debt forgiven or, you know, because the government might offer subsidies or tax incentives to keep those businesses solvent. I mean, $10,000 for student loan forgiveness when billions of dollars were given to businesses during the pandemic to
1: help with their debt. I, I just but that's to keep the economy going. But you see, still, there's, a, there's a benefit to, to uh, the powers that be to keep these big businesses in business. I mean, the because little businesses that's too. the foundation of our economy. If they don't stay afloat, you know, so that they're never concerned about the individual. They're concerned about the, the the system the economy the the balance of things that keep the money flowing
0: and and it's a it's a tragedy and a, a real disgrace because here now we are um in the last quarter of the year if you will the last few months uh left in twenty twenty two which means that we are in a place of folks getting into this Big uh, spending season to gift give and and um, and I'm just curious because you know last week I was contacted fraudulently somebody was playing on my empathetic heart and I almost fell prey to this scam not realizing that they were just you know hustling. We're going to see a whole lot more scamming going on because basic needs won't be able to be met financially as the means of production uh, keeps skyrocketing, the cost, the rates of inflation. I, I spend on average, just me, by myself, going to the grocery store just to get six apples, a couple of lemons, I'm not buying meat or anything like that. Just basic necessities, some salad mix. You know, just little stuff. I can, uh, I can quickly add up to two or $300. Just me. And I can't imagine what others who have children are spending and what they're having to cut back on, you know, mm-hmm. just because we're going to see poor nutrition. Because it costs too much money to get the fresh fruit when I could get some candy that'll satisfy the hunger for a moment or or go to the fast food restaurants and and grab some real quick, but the density of the of the nutrition is not there and and it's it's almost. Um, they're going to have to start passing out those government subsidies with those those meals like they're used to in the Depression era, you know, give that rice and cheese because you know, people are going to need that to make it through. It, it doesn't. We've got a reprise with the gas, but it's still too much. When When Biden got elected, gas was $2.38 a gallon. <laughs> it's $3 and something now where I am. It's still lower than it was at the highest over five, but it's still a whole lot.
1: Yeah, but the trend, it, it the, everything continues to cost more, and it will continue on that until there's a total collapse. And that's what they don't want. They don't want, they don't want a total collapse of the economy where people, as you say, will be in line. Uh, to get subsidies and what have you, and there's no money being circulated uh, throughout the economy. And they're going to avoid that at all costs. So whenever it's necessary, they'll send out a stimulus, send you a little money just to keep you afloat, you know, so that the economy can continue to be vibrant. But Mm -hmm. I still say that you know, those of us who know better ought to help other people to do better. And when we expose the truth of, of, the, of the system under which we live and help other people understand how to um, survive within it, um, I think it all, many of us will be better off than we are. But some of us, you know, they have successfully divided us as a people into the haves and have nots. And, and those of us who are what they used to call bougie, those of us who are middle-class really don't want to have any, any linkage with the, with the under so-called underclass or those who are, who are um, close to destitution and who do not have, Mm -hmm. in other words, they do not have what they need to survive. But sooner or later, we're going to have to learn to take responsibility uh, for the the information and the intelligence that we have been provided, that we are not given what we have just to be selfish. Mm -hmm. We are given what we have in order to help uh, the greater society for the common good, as they used to say. And once we get back to that, away from this rugged individualism to living as a community and understanding that if you stand, I stand, if you fall, I fall, mm-hmm. that we have a certain interdependence uh, within the world. Until we get back to that that truth, uh, we're going to see these ups and downs, ins and outs, and uh, the best thing for us to do moving forward, is to find our sense of community and to help each other, and as all of us rise, all oh, the world will be better for it, Dr. Hayes,
0: I appreciate your positivism, and on that note, that's a good way to end today's podcast because we're in this together, and that is the purpose of why the big GLD created simultaneously two bipedal beings to live in paradise. That it makes no sense if I got it and you don't. Uh, uh, but it feels good when we both can um, share together.
1: Sharing, yeah, absolutely.
0: All right, there you Thank go. You, Dr. Thank you. It has
1: been a privilege, a pleasure, and an honor. To have you join in with us today.
0: Remember that everything will be all right. Until we meet again, stay safe and well.